Welcome to Blakey Psychotherapy. We're glad you're here. Thinking about therapy and talking to a therapist requires courage. You've taken the first step. I'm spinning, and so is everyone else. People who know me know I'm an avid wool spinner and knitter. But what I'm talking about spinning in today's title, I'm not talking about wool, I'm talking about in my head. All the changes that have happened with COVID are mind-boggling. I wanted to talk a little bit about grief because I've noticed that all the media sources when we started COVID suggested we're all grieving. But for a culture that doesn't talk about grief, what does that entail? For, to those of us for whom grief is a newer idea, here's some basic concepts. Grief is a normal response to the loss of something or someone that's important to us. While we usually associate grief with the death of a loved one, we may also grieve when we lose a job, a relationship, a life role, or even a favored possession. If it's something we value, its loss is difficult. If we love, we grieve. Contrary to popular belief, there are no five stages of grief. The grief journey is a spiral we work through. Grief is circular, not linear. Grief is individual. Not only do we each grieve differently, we also grieve each loss differently. The way that I suffer the loss of a partner won't be the same way that I grieve the loss of a parent. And it won't be the way that my sibling will grieve that same parent. Grief not only affects us emotionally, but we're also affected mentally and physically. Common experiences of grief include, and are not limited to, extreme tiredness, digestive changes, fuzzy brain, increased anxiety, sudden emotional flooding like bursting out crying, sleeplessness, or too much sleep. Grief irrevocably changes us. We are not the same people at the beginning of the process as we are at the end. And grief lasts as long as it lasts. There's no rushing the process. The only way out is through. When we superimpose what we know about grief with our experiences to the world dealing with COVID-19, the media statements start making more sense. On a grand scale, we grieved the globe as we knew it. We watched as different countries cope with the virus in different ways at different levels of success. Suddenly, we were more aware of the daily fluctuation in the global financial markets or supply lines than ever before. Our worldview shifted. On a national and local scale, my country appears to be coping, though long-term care facilities and frontline supports appear to be bearing the brunt of the numbers of COVID cases. On an individual scale, we missed seeing our friends and family the same way. For some of us who have friends and family living in different countries, there's a realization that we can't reach them if they experience an emergency. If we lost our jobs, Paying bills became a concern. If we worked from home, there was an adjustment to new ways of being productive. We all grieved social contact, even if it meant smiling at someone at the grocery store. Nobody knows if you're smiling when you're wearing a mask. 
when we think of a linear process, we move through the stages and then we're done. The reality is we cycle through the same behaviors, high levels of emotion, sleep issues, increased anxiety, etc., and the context will be different. We're not failing at grief, we're growing. We may have a day or two where we start to feel normal and then a few difficult days. This is normal as we adjust to changes. You may have noticed when you speak to others that we're all coping or not coping in different ways. What might be a trigger for one person doesn't affect another. Part of this process is determining our own healthy ways to get through. Based on our experiences, it's important to recognize that what we are feeling is normal given the extraordinary circumstances. We only have so much bandwidth to deal with life. And when so much of it is taken up by having to adjust to a fast-paced world, it makes sense that our entire system is going to be affected. Pundits say that the world will be different after COVID-19. We'll be different too. However, we will have a new respect for the resiliency of ourselves and others. Depending on the loss and our relationship to it, grief becomes part of us for the rest of our lives, although it changes over time. I suggest that just as historical events affected our ancestors, we too will be altered. I remember speaking with grandparents about their experiences during World War II. Their losses were as poignant then as when they had occurred, and they were able to place them in the context of the rest of their lives. They had integrated their experiences. So we're grieving. Now what? Need for self-care. Self-care is always important and never so much as when times of stress and uncertainty are happening, such as when we're grieving. While activities that feed us are individual, here's some basics. Eat well. Follow the 80-20 rule. If 80% of your diet is healthy, the rest can be fun food. Drink lots of water. When we're under pressure, our bodies move into fight-or-flight mode. The hormones rushing through our systems at the time need to be flushed out. Limit caffeine and sugar. These substances mimic stress hormones that we're trying to get rid of. Exercise. Something as simple as going for a regular walk is helpful. Give your brain a break. If you have a meditation practice, try to find some time to fit it in. If not, find a simple mindfulness practice online. Even 10 minutes a day is beneficial. Find or revisit a hobby. Even 15 minutes doing something you enjoy will help you relax. And spend time with loved ones in ways that are as safe as possible. We are all grieving and adapting together. So let's be kind to ourselves and others. And I will see you in two weeks. Thank you for listening. The Blakey Psychotherapy Podcast is produced and recorded by Anita Woodard from Woodard Administration. Please subscribe and tell a friend about the podcast. For more information or to connect, our website is www.laurieblakey.com. 
Thank you and take care of your mental health.